Bob Aicino is joining us, founder and chief strategist, Path Trading Partners. Bob, are you a buyer at 52K? Yes or no? Go. No. No? No. No, no. <laughs> Volumes are dropping. So I'll point that out right now. Volumes in Bitcoin are dropping. Uh, not precipitously, but this move isn't being supported by volume. What do you uh, look at, Bob, for volume? Being supported by volume in the futures as well. Well, generally, just an amalgamation of volume indicators on the different uh, charts okay. from the different exchanges. Obviously, it's not scientific. Okay. But when you see a trend in all of them, it's probably the same thing. So from that perspective, this move isn't being backed up. But it's just one of those, to me, that's just, it's a little much. And it's the only asset that really should be suffering that isn't necessarily suffering, mm. I think, with the higher interest rates, personally. Mm. I think it should react the same way that gold does, and it's not. So it's now gone from a position of, to me, where you could actually, I shouldn't even say responsibly, but you can have an investment thesis behind it, as opposed to we should just buy it because it always goes up. That's about what this last three or $4,000 to me seems like. Having said that, I've got a target of 53550 I think it can go there. I think it can get there, but I, I'm not buying any more than I already. No point in taking that 600 bucks. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's just I'm enjoying it. I think if I start adding at this point, uh, I could give a lot of my gains away, watching it go back down and wondering why it doesn't just go up. Okay, so Bob, you've for the most part been bullish. I know there are a few moments there, uh, you know, along the way we said, hey, maybe I don't want to add necessarily, but I don't remember you ever coming on here and mm -hmm. saying you were getting rid of BTC, maybe on the margin here or there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, so it sounds like you still have a pretty big Bitcoin position relative to, you know, the, your history of holding Bitcoin. What do you look for in terms of taking profits? Because there's plenty of people out there who look at this chart right now saying, you know, I'm up a ton of money on this no matter when I got in, mm. right? If you got in at any point before this year, you're up a solid amount. Even if you got in at the last time, 40K, you're still up 25%. <laughs> so what do you do and what do you look for to know if you're supposed yeah. to take some profits? So my Bitcoin position has doubled roughly twice. Uh, we're close to getting there again. And every time it doubles, I take my original investment out again. So that's just the way that I manage this at this point. I have to see a significant drop um, somewhere in the range of 20 to 22,000 on the actual price level before I would probably add to it. And I fear that if I see that kind of drop, there's likely something bigger going on that's not going to have me uh, taking that much risk anymore at that point. What we tend to do in general, and the Bitcoin, you know, Full disclosure, the Bitcoin is a personal position. It's not a path trading partner's position. But the personal position for me is that I've gotten my money, I mean, I've gotten my money out twice already. So I have a locked in profit in Bitcoin. So there's not much incentive for me to take it out or take any more off. I will say that if it doubles again, I will take that original mount out again. If I would have left the original bet in, which I'm sure I'm going to get tweets saying that I was a moron for doing it, and I did call it a bet. Normally, I don't say that. If I would have left that in there, I'd be up quite a bit more, but I don't care. That's not the way I look at these things. This, to me, is speculative at this point. I don't believe it's proven itself as a currency. I do believe it has proven itself as a high beta store of value, to steal your phrase again. I think that has proven itself. But as you see yields rise, there's competition for that money on an institutional level. And a lot of this run has been 
the excitement about institutions getting involved. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean there's not going to be more Tesla investments. And we've heard about a lot more since Tesla, obviously. Uh, but I did recently hear about a bond issuance. I don't remember the company. So please don't quote me on this. But there was a company that was going to do a bond issuance in order to take that revenue and put it into Bitcoin. Yeah, MicroStrategy. That's, That's it for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's you, what it was. You're saying that is right. kind of a sign of froth things running a little bit out of control? In general, I'm seeing signs of froth. I'll yeah. give you another one. Uh, four more mortgage brokers at Ocean Prime last night in Florida talking about buying Aston Martins. This is all froth, right? <laughs> Go watch the big short. Sounds like a fun dinner. That happening toward the beginning of the movie. It, it, well, I wasn't with them. They were near <laughs> me. So these are things that that are just signs in general yeah. to me. And I don't like to see them because I don't, I don't like to see people get hurt just from a personal standpoint. But I, I can't add to Bitcoin here. I'm just going to hang on to hey. what I have because, again, I've made money already. Hey, Bob, real quickly, just to come back, because a lot of the investment views around BTC, we've had folks uh, on here uh, that have talked from a very kind of traditional standpoint. Jim Paulson from the Luthold Group, who's uh, been around markets for a long time, uh, has dabbled in it because of its uncorrelated nature. And that's where I think the connection with rates becomes really interesting because I do see some of the logic for why it should go down as rates move. Maybe that's happening a little bit in some of the high growth companies right now in the NASDAQ today and yesterday. But do you think Bitcoin should do that? Give me kind of the 40 second why if you can. Well, I think if it's a store of value, if it's an asset that has, as a store of value, it will get competition from treasuries on some level. Maybe not at 131 on the 10-year, maybe not at 207 on the 30-year, but at some point it should have that effect if it's a store of value. And I maintain that that's probably the best investment case. Watch Nouriel Rubini this morning with your buddy John Farrow. That was a great interview as to why some people completely hate it, but there's just too much institutional interest for me to dismiss it.